This is Brain Diet, episode number 104. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the podcast. I am recording this the day after Valentine's Day. And last night, my husband and I did something that we've never done before. And we went to this really high end restaurant. And we had a full six course meal and we got to eat it while we were sitting in an Alpen globe is what they're called. It's like these glass globes where it's just the two of us and they bring the food out to you and like open the big glass door and come in and all of that. And it was so fun. First of all, the environment was just so fun, but I've never had a dining experience like this where you have to eat so slowly, first of all, because it's drawn out among these six courses and the portions are a little bit smaller and it was a whole different eating experience. I was so struck by number one, because the food was so good, every bite I just savored. And number two, how different that eating experience was compared to how I feel like I eat normally in life. I feel like for the most part, I work really well just eating to fuel and then sometimes having foods that I enjoy very regularly and all of that. But I I don't put too much focus on food because I focus on other things. However, I think all of us do this to some degree is we will eat to not feel what we're feeling or eat just to numb ourselves from something. And this was the total opposite where the whole experience was so present and focused on just the magic of food. And I was just, I had so much fun and it reminded me, if anything, it gave me the takeaway like, okay, you know what? I want to slow down a little bit more when I eat. I want to focus. I want to, and I mean, unfortunately I can't cook the way that these chefs were cooking, but it was just such a great reminder to slow down because your body has signals to tell you when you're hungry, when you're full, but when you eat too quickly, sometimes you're not getting those signals quickly enough to assess what's happening for you. So anyway, that's just kind of the reminder that it gave me to eat slowly and savor what's happening and be grateful for the food that we have. Like how amazing is it that we are able to eat food year round, food a variety of food year round. Anyway, it was just a really cool experience and I would highly recommend doing multiple courses of a meal for anyone because the food was so delicious. The experience was so fun, but even just physically the eating part and the present part of being with it was so fun. So anyway, that was kind of our Valentine's. It was such a fun night. I had so much fun. What we are talking about today is when you feel fat, when you have those moments where you say this to yourself, oh, I feel fat, or you vocalize it to others oh yeah, I'm just feeling really fat. Oh, I feel so fat. Have you ever done that before? Sometimes we will say, I feel fat. Other times we will use quote unquote, gentler 
terms like, oh, I'm just feeling really fluffy. I'm just feeling really big. And we try to soften the blow. We give so much power to this word fat. And so we try to soften the blow by using words like fluffy or big or large as if it's less judgmental of ourselves. But it still is like any word in this vein where you are describing yourself in this way is still a judgment of yourself. Essentially, what you are saying with any of these terms is, you know what? My body is disappointing me today. My body that's amazing and dynamic and has so many different things and it's constantly changing and evolving is disappointing me today. No matter what word you use. And granted, we are giving these words so much power. And I want to talk about that a little bit more later. But regardless of how you say it, it is coming from a place of judgment. That something with your body is wrong. Something is in need of fixing, right? It's kind of like if you're not your leanest in any way, you automatically think that something has gone wrong. This is why people after the holidays and New Year's resolutions are so, they set these weight loss resolutions so often. That's why it's one of the most common goals set at the beginning of the year because people have generally eaten more during the holidays and whether they have put on more fat or whether their bodies are just bloated or you know any type of symptom where their body isn't as lean as perhaps it has been, it's like, okay, something is wrong with my body and I need to fix it. It's the same thing. We just have the Super Bowl over the weekend. People do this where they overeat on the day of the Super Bowl on Sunday and you know, Monday, it's like, all right, back to it. I better burn off those calories that I ate yesterday. I better do something about this problem. And and really, this is even just weekends in general. People will have their weekends and they will eat differently. They will overeat um, in whatever way people do on the weekends. And then at the beginning of the week, it's like, okay, I feel fat. We have this judgment of our body. We eat a certain way. Maybe things have changed a little bit. And we're like, I feel fat. I feel fluffy. I feel large. And I need to fix something. So I'm going to change my behaviors this week. I am going to repent from what I have just done. But I want you to think about it this way. Your body is like a bank account. If you think about your bank account, it literally changes almost every day. For me and my bank account, sometimes I love to spend larger amounts of money on things and it's not a problem. Like for us last night at this Valentine's dinner, it was a little bit more expensive and we really, we've never done something that expensive before and it's not something that we will continue to do regularly. I would love to do it again, but certainly not regularly. But that's not a problem. I have been looking forward to this dinner for so long. My cute husband has planned it for months to do this big thing last night. And I was so excited to spend the money on this dinner. And then every day, it's like you have automatic withdrawals come out. You have regular expenses happening. Every day, my bank account changes. Sometimes it's larger expenses and sometimes it's really small amounts that are coming in and going out. But regardless, I don't ever look at the way that it's changing and think something has gone wrong. I look at the way that a bank account works and I think, yeah, that's great. That's life. That is what happens when you want to live a life is you have to spend money. You have to earn money. That is the nature. You get value in, you put value out. It is constantly dynamic and changing. It's never the same. This is how bodies work. Just because we take out a little bit of extra cash doesn't mean something has gone wrong. In fact, we can do it very deliberately and enjoy it and be better off for it. But instead, it's an automatic default. If you overeat in some way or if you aren't as lean as 
perhaps you have been, then, and you're not actively pursuing weight loss in that moment, when you are thinking you feel this way, it automatically becomes a problem to go out and fix by restricting more, by exercising more. Versus, think about your body this way. If you were feeling sick, if you had an illness of some kind, you wouldn't necessarily be jumping into action to change your body. At least not in the way of like, something's wrong, we need to fix it. Instead, it would be like, okay, something is happening. We don't feel well. We are feeling something different in our body than we normally are accustomed to. How can we take care of ourselves? Maybe we need to do a little bit more of something, drink more water. Maybe we need to do a little bit less of something, work a little bit less or move a little bit less, right? But all of it is coming from a place of how can I take care of myself when I am not feeling well, when my body is sending me messages and I can say, oh man, you know, I need to take care of myself a little bit more right now. I need to pay attention more to these areas in order to help my body do what it needs to do. That the way that we treat our bodies is totally different when we're sick versus when we've gained weight. And sometimes it's not even weight gain, but we just have any type of change in our body. And it's like the alarm bells ring and we're like, we need to fix something. But I want you to look at the sentence of I feel fat. This sentence is in fact a thought. I feel fat is not a fact. Your body has fat on it and you need fat to thrive. Fat is amazing and has so many awesome functions in the body, but your body is not all fat. In fact, it's impossible for your body to be all fat. Did you know this? Whatever you feel physically, it's impossible to feel physically fat because fat isn't factual as a feeling. Now, in your body, you can feel bloated, you can feel nauseated, you can feel hot, you can feel cold, congested. You can have sensations in your body. You can have that messaging system of what your body is telling you, like, hey, I'm feeling this sensation as a result of something, but you can't feel fat. I feel fat is simply a thought that some of us might choose to think. When we think this thought, when we think I feel fat, it can usually take us down the road of feeling disgusted with ourselves, feeling discouraged, feeling disappointed with ourselves or with our efforts or with our bodies. But regardless, that sentence generally doesn't lead to a good positive emotion. So then what happens is when we're feeling any of these negative emotions, that is when we jump into action to fix to change, to repent, to adjust. We essentially are at all costs trying to change our weight. We are trying to change our body because we think what is currently happening, the sensations that are happening are a problem. Usually a thought like this, I feel fat, is a symptom of a problem that's entirely unrelated to weight. If we have this thought, I feel fat, like I said, you're essentially saying my body is disappointing me today. So what this thought is a symptom of is a lack of self-acceptance. On the surface, it's this. When I don't feel great emotionally in some way, it's my body that's the problem. If I'm feeling disappointed, if I'm feeling disgusted, if I'm feeling discouraged, we blame our body for us feeling that way. When in reality... The reason that you feel any emotion is because of a thought that you are having and has nothing to do with the 
physical sensations and symptoms that are happening in your body. If you're feeling nauseated, that's not what makes you feel emotionally disgusted. If you're feeling bloated, that doesn't make you feel discouraged and disappointed. You do that to yourself by thinking a thought like, I feel fat. So the problem is that we, when we have this thought, have an inability to be in our body with curiosity and love. We have an inability to look at the sensations that we are feeling in our body and wonder, oh man, I'm feeling a little bit bloated. What could that be from? Could it be from a higher intake of sodium? Could it be I drink much more water or maybe I'm under a lot of stress because we can retain water when we have stress hormones in our body. When we can be curious, it can lead to understanding of our body and acceptance of it. Like, oh, when I can look at my body and the sensations and the symptoms that it has, I can accept it as a very dynamic system that is constantly changing. Going back to the bank analogy, if you think about putting money in and taking money out, we're doing the same thing when we are eating when we are drinking, when we are using the bathroom, when we are sleeping, when we are not sleeping, the types of food that we are eating. Like there's so many things that we are exposing our body to putting into our body. And then the body puts out the response to it. It doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong. It's just a reaction to what we have done. And so when we can look at our body and whatever it is that's actually happening there with curiosity and love, then that's how we can cultivate self-acceptance of this dynamic system that will never be the same. It will never be stagnant. Our bodies are always changing. So the other part to the problem, first is the inability to be in our body with curiosity and love. The second part of this problem is an inability to feel our feelings instead of jumping into action to change them. So maybe you're in the moment and you are feeling disappointed or discouraged but it's not because of your body. It's not because of the way your body looks, but instead it is because of the thoughts you are having about it. If you look at any body that is made up of bones and tissues and muscles and organs and all sorts of other amazing and very complex things, those just exist in the world. And whether the body is bloated or nauseated or experiencing any type of sensation, it's not necessarily a problem. It's just kind of a scientific process. But then what happens is we can look at our body in any form and have a thought about it. Like, I feel fat. Like, oh, I'm I'm experiencing some type of sensation. I feel fat. But that thought, like we said, would create a negative emotion. And when we can take ownership over that and say, all right, you know what? I'm feeling discouraged, but not because of my body, simply because of a thought that I am thinking about my body. When we can sit with that for a minute, when we can feel that feeling, whatever it might be, and pause before we jump into, I need to start a new diet. I need to restrict more foods. I need to go do some exercise right now to change this. When we can just be with it for a minute, that can save us from a whole lot of pain down the road of chasing something that we'll never actually achieve. We are conditioned in this society to solve for emotions. So when we are experiencing negative emotions and we think it's about our body, we don't know it's just because of the thoughts we're having about our body. That's what pushes us into action to solve. It it pushes us into fix it mode. Thus, when we can develop the ability to pause, to sit with our feelings and say, yeah, okay, I'm feeling some discouragement. That's okay. First of all, discouragement is harmless. You can feel discouraged and it doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong. Second of all, when you can just feel that and not do anything about it, that's when you can free yourself from chasing things, from exhausting yourself, from going after things that won't actually make you have an emotionally different experience. The ability to have a thought about your body and pause long enough 
to look at the thought and feel the feeling puts you in the position to eliminate this lifelong chase of dieting and the lifelong chase for a smaller number on the scale. Now, this is something that I have done so much work on and still I experience thoughts that are negative about myself. Like even just yesterday, I got out of the shower and I was like, oh, my waist is looking a little bit fuller and I started to feel discouraged, right? So this is what I was noticing in my brain. Of course, the alarm bells wanted to go off in my head and I wanted to jump into the space of, oh, I need to go back into a cut. I need to start, you know, exercising more. I need to put myself back into a caloric deficit. It was looking for all of the actions that I could take to solve for this perceived problem that actually wasn't a problem. It was just something my brain was creating with a thought. And so as I stood there naked in front of the mirror, I looked at my body and I was like, all right, I'm feeling a little bit discouraged. And I paused enough to talk myself through this. And I just felt that feeling for a minute and I let it pass through my body. I didn't resist the feeling. And I noticed that sentence in my mind. And I was like, isn't that interesting that my brain, for some reason, felt the need to offer me this sentence? It felt like it was a legitimate thought offering. And for me, when I can see that sentence come up, I'm like, you know what? That's not a legitimate option. For me, I am so proud of my body and the things that it can do. I am so proud of how strong my body is, of how capable my body is, of how many things my body can do without me having to think about it breathe and digest food like thanks body for doing that without me having to think about it because I have so many other things that I want to be thinking about (laughs) but that required a pause and it required taking ownership it required me standing there and saying okay here is my body in front of me it's made up of parts and my my brain wants to look at this body and have a thought like something is wrong with this your waist needs to be a little bit thinner or else right this is the dialogue that happens in my brain And that's okay that my brain does this, but it's not okay when I consciously choose to go along with it and to allow that to just reside in my brain. And so that process for me was to pause, was to take ownership that this feeling was coming from my own brain and not because my body was wrong or that something needed to be fixed. And then I let myself feel the feeling. And then I reminded myself, wait a minute, this is an amazing body made up of amazing parts that function so well for me. And I'm so proud of what this body can do. And then I walked out of the bathroom and left it all in there. I was like, I don't, I don't have to think about that. I don't have to take action, nothing. I don't need to change anything. I just need to notice that sentence, feel the feeling, and move on. When you have a negative emotion about your body, instead of asking, how can I fix this problem? Ask yourself, why is this a problem in the first place? Why am I allowing myself to spend time believing that something is wrong with my body? Why am I looking at my body and giving it the label of problem in the first place? Now, again, our brain will offer thoughts without us consciously allowing that. But what we can do is decide whether or not we want to choose them, whether or not we want to listen to them and hear them out. So when your brain goes here, which it does for all of us, and that's okay, that's not the problem. The problem is when we believe it. The problem is then when we jump into action because we think that something has gone wrong. So what if you challenged yourself when you felt a negative emotion about your body to just pause? Like I said, I've done so much work on this over the last couple of years. And my experience with these thoughts is drastically different than it used to be. And my brain is drastically quieter than it used to be. I don't have a lot of these like self-hatred thoughts as often as I used to. But it took a lot of work of noticing and feeling and not taking action. 
And now I have better developed the skill of pausing and observing and letting it go and moving on. But this is why people lose weight and then gain weight and never feel satisfied or never feel fully able to accept themselves. Because unless you address this underlying reason, unless you look at these thoughts and beliefs that you have about your body, weight loss might feel like a temporary fix it, but you never really fix it. In this case, what we want more than weight loss is actually to feel a certain way. Whether it's self-acceptance, self-love, confidence, or any type of positive emotion towards yourself, we think what we want is a different body. We think the body is what's going to make us like ourselves better. We think if I just had a different body, I would feel more confident. But confidence comes from the thoughts we think. Confidence doesn't come from the body that we have. And so then it's interesting because when we think that our bodies are the problem, so then we go out to solve for them and we change the bodies and we lose the weight or whatever, even if we lose it and it's not there anymore, there is still an obsession about staying there that also isn't loving, that also isn't kind to ourselves because we are under this false sense of control that if we control everything we possibly can to keep our body the way it is, then we can stay confident. But if we can't control things, then we won't be confident anymore. We are under the guise that we can control our physical body to make up for our emotional feelings that we are unwilling to pay attention to. But with our bodies, we have so much less control than you think. We have so much more control than we think, and we have so much less control (laughs) than we think. And here's what I mean by that. We have a lot of control over our bodies by knowing what we're putting into them by being knowledgeable about macronutrients, micronutrients, about hydration and sleep patterns. Like there's so much that we can learn about health that can help us make very strategic and deliberate decisions. But also, like I said, our bodies are dynamic systems with so many different things happening inside and outside that we can't control for. We don't have the ability to control so much of our body, especially as we age and things change and we have babies and we get illnesses like there and injuries. There are just so many different things that we can't control. And so when we believe that controlling our body is what will make us confident and controlling our body is what will make us accept ourselves, we will be sorely disappointed whether it's now or down the road. This is why I think it's so important to separate your body and your thoughts about your body because every body is just made up of parts and those parts are scientific and they're boring and they're neutral and the only reason we feel the way that we do about our bodies is because we have a thought that makes us feel a certain way if we look at our bodies and we think i am so strong i look amazing we feel proud if we look at our bodies and we think i feel fat i'm worthless then we feel disappointed and discouraged again people could have those same thoughts about the same body but it would create a completely different emotional experience. The thoughts that you have about your body, the importance of them cannot be overstated because of how it creates our emotional experience and determines how we show up for ourselves, how we take care of ourselves or don't take care of ourselves. So what I want you to take away today is that number one, your body is nothing to fix ever. Whatever sensations, symptoms that you are experiencing, your body, your body is never a problem. If you think it is, it's only because it's a sentence in your brain that you're believing. It's not because it's actually true that something is wrong with your body. The second thing that I want you to take away today 
is your thoughts about your body are nothing to react to. If you have a thought like, oh, I've put on weight. Oh, I feel fat. Oh, my waist is looking a little bit thicker today or whatever it might be. Those are just sentences. Those are offerings from your brain that make you feel a certain way. And when you feel that way, you might want to jump into action and change things. My challenge to you is to not react to those thoughts. When you have this thought, I feel fat, I want to challenge you to not take action, to not change your body, to not change your habits, to not take action to fix anything. Now, if you want to take action from a different emotion, like, you know, pride, commitment, whatever, if it feels good emotionally, I'm all for it. But if you are feeling discouraged and disappointed in yourself, you're looking at your body and feeling like it disappointed you, that is not a place to take action from. It is not loving and it is not kind. When those thoughts come up, do not take action. Sit with those thoughts. Observe that thought in your mind. Watch it. I feel fat. There's that sentence spinning around in my brain and it makes me feel disappointed. I'm just going to feel disappointed for a minute and I'm not going to do anything about it because this is an internal problem that I'm trying to solve for externally. But really, I can just feel this feeling. Nothing has gone wrong because I have this sentence in my mind and I'm feeling this emotion. If this thought comes up in your mind, I feel fat. If this is something you think regularly, don't believe everything you think. Just because you have this thought, it doesn't mean that you are. And it doesn't mean that something is wrong that you need to fix. You never need to fix your body, my friends. That is all I have for you. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week. Hey, do you have a coach guiding you through your weight journey? If not, I would be so thrilled to be yours. I want to invite you to come work with me in my private one-on-one program where I create an individualized plan for you based on your body in order to create the results that you want. I teach you how to not even want the foods that are sabotaging your physical goals, all while learning how to be more confident, how to feel better, and how to up-level your life. We work to create the body that you want and to feel good doing it. To sign up for a free mini session with me, check out the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon.